Welcome back to What's Your Real. I am one of your hosts, Cameron Bushy. Andy um, is at home right now. We are, at the time we are recording this, we're in the midst of the coronavirus, so we're keeping our distance. Um, this was recorded about a month ago, uh, just for reference. But um, today we're sitting down with Levi Smith. Uh, he was my youth pastor. He was also the worship leader at uh, the church that Andy and I go to. We had a super fun conversation. We talked about his journey um, as a worship leader uh, and a part-time filmmaker and photographer on the side. So uh, it was a really awesome conversation. Let's sit down with Levi. Levi, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. What's up, dude? Uh, that's we, a great question. Well, hey, we, I don't know if you want the full answer <laughs> to it. Well, but. hey, we wanted to catch you while you... St- I, I'm still counting you as a Vermonter, at least until tomorrow. You're one of the only ones. Really? That is no st- one's ever counted me as a Vermonter. Why? I, I'm not like a third or fourth generation Vermonter. Oh, well, I lived I here for seven. Like <laughs> you got to be yeah. in here seven, seven years. I was, I was living here for, for seven years, not generations. So <laughs> That's true. It was know, seven years. Yeah. But um, you are back for two days. For two days. And Actually, you are leaving. Yeah. It's a little less than two days, technically, but yeah. I mean, you got here, what, three hours ago? I got here, yeah, three hours ago. Three hours ago. Yeah. You flew here just for the podcast, which I, I appreciate. I Not to move yes. your family to Dayton. Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> uh, that is our new home. We actually, it's, it's weird because that's like more home than here is because I actually own a house there. Yeah, that's crazy. And I worked on it a lot. And yeah, but I'm here uh, for this podcast and this podcast alone. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the fact only. that there just happens to be a moving truck at your house is There's a complete a coincidence. moving truck at the house I've been living at. That's true. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, thanks for being here. But anyway, our whole point um, of sitting down is, is to talk about your story. Uh, yeah. Your story and how it relates to media, because I think you have an interesting one. Um, but I kind of want to take it way back and start way at the beginning because when did you you know i think it all started with music long before photo and video right yeah and that was when high school Uh, before high school i mean i started playing music started playing music whenever i was in like middle school you know with like weird bands that weren't really bands you know um and then i just got into playing at churches and doing that kind of thing and doing worship music um and that really kind of jump-started me into like okay let's there's a there's a product that we're giving to people that has to do with technology that has to do with like you know we're presenting something so everything from like I mean everything was on my plate as a high schooler to create a worship experience which is all about like okay you put the music together that's what people think of when they think of that but there's all of the projection stuff there's all of the like everyone needs to look at something to know what you're do- you know what you're doing so um, that is that's where I guess the, the media side of things and kind of my like love for all things production started. And, uh, now I still do that all the time. That's my full-time job at a place where I get paid, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I love it. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. You're really going head first into all sorts of production stuff now, I think more than normal, right? Yeah. So now, um, from that point, till now is such a weird it's been such a weird thing like the amount of things that i have to oversee versus like as things go 
you never have like less techno like le less technical things to do. You're never like, you know what? Let's subtract stuff. Not all of us are minimalists in all part of our lives. And guess what? Your boss is never going to be a minimalist for you. They're going to be like, <laughs> hey, guess what? We need to do this. And you're like, that adds 12 new pieces of technology that I have to now master and use each week. So that's that's part of life, I guess, you know, but um, but yeah, so now I'm overseeing way more technology, way more production material stuff. And like the way we're doing church now is like portable. So not only does it have to work really well, it has to be in and it has to be set up and torn down in about as much time as I used to do three services for doing one service. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's quite the, it's quite the thing. So yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm already getting ahead of myself with these <laughs> questions. That's fine. Um, I like these questions. I'd have no idea if we're out of order or not. So. Well, we already are because we're talking about present day. I was supposed to be talking about the beginning. That's Andy, fine. save yeah. us. Yeah, we got to loop back. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's go back. That's fine. So let's just start off. Uh, what What's your passion? What is it that you were doing? What's your... Yeah, so my... Um, what I do... <laughs> I do all kinds of stuff. It's kind of hard to... So what I do like professionally has everything to do with church production stuff. Um, I do uh, Sunday morning worship experiences for a church in Dayton, Ohio. Um, the other side of like what I'm passionate about, I mean, obviously I'm super passionate about that or I wouldn't be doing it. I've like tried to be doing it for such a long time and have been doing it for a long time. So uh, I love what I do professionally. Um, the other side of my like personal professional thing, it's kind of like a hobby still. Like I'm not like a full fledged business. I think it's very uh, generous of you guys to like <laughs> say that I'm at the forefront of uh, this kind of thing. Uh, maybe in some aspects, but um, you know my video, e my video editing, my like uh, photo taking stuff. I've always been passionate about that. I remember my first camera. Um, this is kind of a side note, but like my first camera I got was like still film. That was like what we had. We didn't have it. Was, I, maybe there were digital cameras. Like there were some digital aspects to my camera. Like it had like a screen on it, but not like a screen where you could see the picture, like a screen that you could see like what your shutter speed and aperture <laughs> was. Right. Like that was like the screen on there. It wasn't just in the eyepiece. So, which that's actually probably pretty cool tech too. I don't know. I don't know. How, I I don't know. I, I, this is my first camera. Yeah, right. But I remember having to like, I had like 27 pictures that I could take. And sometimes I feel like there's an extra one that was like 27 plus one or something like that. I don't know. Sometimes I get 28. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I, I can't remember. I was like 13. Mm -hmm. Maybe even younger. I might have been twelve. My parents bought me this camera, and it was this. So it was so hokey. Now that I'm thinking about it, because it's like it had like this zoom lens on it. Like, but it wasn't like you know like a zoom <laughs> lens. Like it was like, <laughs> like, and then then I had to take a picture. It was so funny. So um, I got that. I remember taking it to um, Williamsburg, Virginia. Yeah, that's specific, but okay. Yeah. Specific? Did I not say you that? said Pacific? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I meant specific. <laughs> anyway, so no, I think, um, I think, I don't know why that's in my memory, but that was like the first time I had my camera, and I felt like a real photographer, and I took pictures of like, like <laughs> old, old, old Williamsburg. <laughs> like it was like it's like a I don't even know I can't even explain it. It's like a colonial like city or whatever, and so they've got all this historical stuff. So I was taking pictures of it, but I felt like a real photographer because I had my like nice camera and I had like 
two or three rolls of film because my parents were like, we're going to get you this for vacation. And like, I mean, first of all, what parents take like a 12 year old to Williamsburg, Virginia? Come on guys. That was your vacation. That was our you vacation. Went to vacation. Yeah. We, <laughs> so we, we were like in Airbnb in it in like a, an, wow. before Airbnb was a thing, actually, was it was just say. a, it was just a regular bed and breakfast anyway. So that was the first time that I really was like, I fell in love with the camera and I was like trying to figure out the settings. All of those pictures were terrible. It was great. Um, which is funny because I had to pay a lot per picture. <laughs> uh, now I can take a million photos. And, uh, and then, so anyway, I went to college and got like my first like digital SLR and I actually borrowed a friend's for like a weekend and like took a bunch of pictures and I was like, I need one of these. So I got a bunch of odd jobs and like saved up and bought one on Craigslist. And, uh, that was super sketchy. I was in Chicago and I showed up at like, I don't know. It was like a Shaw's Osco, which is like their grocery store out there and like their lobby. Like they have like a little lobby in it for some reason, which is super strange. Like what? Anyway, uh, what grocery store has a like, well, I met a Craigslist deal there and this guy was like, here's this camera, you know, I'm like, okay, did you steal it? You know, <laughs> Just try, like I, straight, I straight up asked him cause I don't know, maybe he did. Yeah. Uh, and I was in some like shady part of Chicago and I bought it for like 300 bucks and Sweet. And then I just started taking pictures. It was a Canon S what is it? What are they called? S L X Oh man, why can't I remember what it's I called? <laughs> it was one of the first Rebel series. Like it was before the T one series came oh, out. Man, I definitely it was like know. an S X I. That was my first camera. Mm-hmm. Was that was that a camera? S X I? I think that's what it was. So there were S L but those are actually really nice. So I don't know. I uh, no, it was not really nice. Okay. It, I mean, it was really nice for that time. Like right. it was 2008 or something like that. Right, so right. yeah, early yeah. rebels. Yeah, the early rebels. So um, was, I fell in gr- love with that. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Butler, Pennsylvania, so north of Pittsburgh, like 45 minutes, something like that. And uh, Western PA is not like you know not known for awesome photographers or (laughs) yeah you know like it's not like i mean what's uh there's like a really famous artist from there but anyway um and like i remember in college they shot a transformers movie there and i was super stoked about it um i i don't know i love hey i think no actually no i'm just kidding (laughs) that was in chicago (laughs) (laughs) they shot like that's really funny i'm mixing up my cities that yeah that was definitely in chicago it was when they were doing yeah there was a it wasn't that one. There was one in, in There was Chicago. one in Chicago and they had the like, you know, squirrel suits out yeah. of the Sears Tower, which is it was pretty dope. But. There is a Transformers poster over there for all That's of right. you who can't see it. I don't think the cameras can see it. Um, it's okay. Growing up. Yeah. What do you think you were gonna do? Oh man. I remember <laughs> <laughs> I remember in fourth grade, I thought I would have earrings and green hair. Like I drew a picture of myself. <laughs> I had earrings, but I I lost the green hair. Um, I didn't I didn't go that route, <laughs> dude. I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna I like. I, whenever I think of that question, I always think like, um, everyone always wants to be a rock star, and in kind of like I feel like I'm as close to that as I would actually want to be. You know, uh, I get to play music for people, uh, but it's with a purpose, so I really like that. Um, I think whenever I was really little, I definitely just wanted to be like a meteorologist doesn't everyone want to do that like the guy and tells the weather i still think that'd be a dope gig like 
What? Because you can just be wrong like yeah, all the time. Yeah, no, like everyone, just, everyone blames you or they're, you're like everyone's hero or worst enemy, you know? So just depends on the day, you know? I don't know. I feel like I like that. You get to play with green or blue screen. Yeah. I have a feeling you just decided what you were, what you <laughs> no, thought. I literally <laughs> like when be. I was like, I remember, dude, <laughs> this is, this has, I don't know why I'm going to tell you this. It had nothing to do with it, but this is great. So, uh, in the height of me wanting to be a meteorologist, in the height of this, there was this exhibit at the Carnegie Science Center. Shout out to Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I went there and there's this, you could like be in front of a green screen. Apparently, I thought this was like a uh, just them thing, but this, like they have one at like Echo down in, in Burlington. So anyway, I was like pretending to be on this thing and there was like a line of people, but I was oblivious to the line. I just kept trying it i kept doing it over and over and over again like i don't know how long i was doing it though this one lady and she was she was like from downtown pittsburgh so she sounded really pittsburghese and i'm not gonna be able to do the accent right now because i haven't been there for a while but but she's just like why don't you give everyone else a turn you know like <laughs> and i was like oh crap like there is a ton of people just watching me like do this over and over and over again and so I, I was really embarrassed, and that's why I'm not a meteorologist. That's why. That's it why. all boiled that down to that, that moment. Lady. That, yeah. with that one lady <laughs> at the <laughs> Carnegie Science Center. Now I, uh, now I work for a church. <laughs> well, music happened before any photo and video stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was making music with a band um, all through high school. We and made music, and they went on to do all kinds of cool stuff. I went to college. And kind of started trying to do everything myself, you know, like, uh, not everything myself, but kind of be the one man band kind of deal, um, go play with different musicians. Uh, and then whenever they didn't, you know, that's when I kind of got into the, like, um, the technology side of music where I was making stuff on Ableton and, uh, running tracks for everything, you know, and that's, I mean, we do that on a weekly basis in my current gig too. So like, that's, you know, that's something that we're, you know, I was like, I think I got into that pretty early on when that was kind of starting to take off uh, in late 2000, late 2000s. Is that what you say? The 2000s? I think so. I think like so. 2000, like eight, nine, ten. Like that's like, it's not the tens anyway. I don't know what you call that. Now we're in the twenties, which is, you could that's say insane. Teens, I've been doing, but we're not that. I've been, do, that's, it's weird to think that I've been doing like stuff with music software for like 10 years. That's like a lot of a years. Like a decade. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing music and doing that. So, yeah, being creative in that sense, yeah, like I've been doing that for a long time. And really, I mean, I've been, it's only been like eight years or so that I've been doing the like photo stuff and like six years doing video stuff. So, and those are just like a little less, but, yeah. you know. In the vlog days, I was doing that a lot. True, you did daily for a while. I did, oh, yeah. I did it was you not did daily quite. for like four days. For like four days, yeah. yeah. It was. I <laughs> Which was is like harder than it sounds. I know? was like, if I can make it a week, this would be great. I made it four days. You know, like I was like, I'm just gonna try it. I, I don't know how anyone does that without like a team of people. It's ridiculous the amount of work it takes. But like, uh, yeah, I deleted all those videos. I didn't delete them. <laughs> They're all hidden. But like, I was. <laughs> I looked back after like a couple weeks or whatever, and I was just like, dude, this is, wow you know learning experience i was i learned a lot and but that's what i guess that's what actually like got me uh proficient can i say i'm proficient in video editing i mean i get paid yeah. for it a, 
a bunch. But I mean, that makes you uh, a professional. Yeah, I'm a professional. <laughs> you're an expert if you're good at it. Yeah, you know, you're a professional. So if you're I'm paid. I'm a professional, <laughs> but I would I wouldn't even say that. Like I don't try to be professional at it. So, um, but I'm proficient in it at least, and so I can make sure like, you know. Uh, an edit looks cohesive and uh so yeah i mean that's where i learned all those skills was just like hey i'm gonna make this happen and that's kind of been my entire story like with anything creative it's always been a i'm just gonna make this happen how do i make it happen youtube the crap out of it until i find out what the answer is or google it or something uh because i'm a millennial and that's what we do why ask for help when i can google it um True. and uh <laughs> you know Not it's wrong. that's uh that's just kind of like I'm going to go f- figure out how to do it and find the answer and, and make it happen. And as long as I'm enjoying it and having fun, like, sweet. That stuff's fun to me. It's fun to all of us, isn't it? I mean, that's why we that's do That's why this. we're here. That's why we do it. Like, we're like, it'd be sweet to get that lighting right. It'd be sweet to, like, put that video together or tell a story that way. And so that's why, I don't know, that's why we do this stuff. So you went to college. What what'd you major in? Uh, yeah, I went to the Moody Bible Institute, which is not a... Well, they have, like, communication stuff. I was going to say, it's not, not, like, a production, like, powerhouse place to go. It's a, <laughs> it's a Bible powerhouse place to go. Um, and I learned how to study the Bible. My uh, major, I have a, a Bachelor of Arts in uh, the Bible and youth ministry. Um, I still use the Bible part of that. Uh, and I like, I still like teenagers, so, but I don't work with them directly right now. So Well, you know. use the youth ministry part for the last... I was gonna say, Last you've been a month years? out of. <laughs> I know, but high like school. I haven't done anything with students for that entire month. It feels it feels really weird to be. That must be very weird. Yeah, disconnected. It's an it's a new season, so you know I, I'm getting used to that. But you know, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. I miss I miss teenagers, but yeah, I mean that's like it's cutting not, out like editing. <laughs> and yeah. just shooting for some people that would like, be great <laughs> like i know you would love to do I that i would love yeah. that but <laughs> at the same time like you know it is taking a part of uh it's like taking a part of who you are and kind of being like yeah just put that on hold for right now um and that's cool like i'm i'm good with that we're in a new season and we got i got oh, i got a house i gotta worry about so <laughs> yeah i'm fine with having a little bit less responsibility with that but yeah so you didn't go to school for anything related to music or I went to school for nothing related to actually like music or photo or yeah, video or anything like the the things that I need to be an expert in I didn't go to school for <laughs> yeah at all yeah which is funny like um, there's a base knowledge that I have that's like about ministry that I learned in school but um, and working in like the church world but uh, yeah the things that I do on a daily basis like all the mindset stuff came with my schooling, but like none of the practical things, like all the practical stuff I learned by actually just doing it. Um, and there are certain things that you could probably learn, like that would have been easier if I would have went to school, you know, and they would have taught me like, here's how to run pro presenter, or here's how to like create things that people are going to actually like looking at. Um, but I just had to figure that out by like trying stuff and seeing things and, and kind of playing with it along the way. But you're glad you went. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a like complicated question. Cause if I would have had like tons of school debt, like that would have been, I would have been terribly like upset that I went. Um, but I didn't. And that was part of the school that I went to and part of my parents being awesome and, uh, you know, part of working really hard too. So I mean, a bunch of different 
scenarios to get to that. Like I didn't graduate with a bunch of debt. So yeah, I've got a lot of friends who graduate with a bunch of debt and they're like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, buddy. Don't maybe you should have thought about that. Yeah. That's rough. That yeah. would, that would make it difficult. Yeah. Um, so after, um, after college you get your first job doing music question mark. Yeah. And that's here. That was at Essex, yeah. I mean, that was right out of school, right? Yeah, I graduated, got married, and then, like, within, like, the three-month period, I graduated, got married, and then, like, moved to Vermont from Pennsylvania. Actually, technically, I moved, like, from Chicago. I got married in Pennsylvania. There was, like, a, a pit stop. It was, like, I'm just going to pull in here, get married, and then we're going up to Vermont. That cool? And then Leah was, like, yeah, let's do this thing. So Yeah. yeah. Well, I my first question of many about yeah. that is, what are you doing up here? Why Vermont? Uh, was there just a job? Yeah, there was. So I was like looking for a ministry job specifically. You know, um, I was looking for somewhere where I could fit well. Um, I was looking for people that I want to work with and learn a lot because I knew going into it, I would need to learn a bunch of things. Like uh, I think I was wise enough at the time to know I didn't know everything I needed to know to be successful. Um, like getting a piece of paper, like graduating and getting a piece of paper doesn't really mean anything. Uh, you know, it, it means that you put in some work and that you paid a lot of money for a piece of paper, um, which like lots of people can do. Um, but actually being successful in what you're doing means that you need to learn from people who have been doing it for a long time. And so um, I, I came to Essex knowing that I would learn a lot because there was a lot of experience in ministry at the church. I knew that um, I'd fit in well in the culture and like, um, that I, I like, it was also kind of like a, do you know, do you know somebody there? Like, uh, I mean, everyone's heard, everyone's probably heard like, you know, it's good. It's, it's not who, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, like that's not always true. Like you do have to know some stuff. Uh, I think like everyone in this world knows, like you've got to know some stuff to actually be able to do something, but like who, you know, is a huge part of it. And, um, that was a huge reason that I came to Essex is that like, I grew up in a church that knew the leadership of our church and they're like, Hey, like, I think they talked about me before, like they saw my resume and they talked about me before that we even like talked, which I don't know if that's legal or not, but like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it's fine. I, I'm, <laughs> I was fine with I'm sure job, most so. everybody does that. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about reality. Yeah, I don't. And technically for the record, I don't know if anyone did that or not, but <laughs> I just always like kind of assumed I was like, they had to have called and been like, Hey, this kid went to your church. Is he cool? You know, it's, yeah, but, right. you know, it's, it's not a it's weirdo, who right? you know, yeah, <laughs> it, it so, really is. But, um, but yeah, so I, I think that was, that was helpful. Um, and you know what, like it was an adventure for, for me, like right out of school, like moving to Vermont, it was like, Ooh, Vermont with a wife, yeah. with a wife who was like, where's Vermont? <laughs> <laughs> we live like two States away. And she learned like, she was like, okay, it's up there up <laughs> somewhere near Canada. Yeah. So we moved here. It's crazy. You're, you're closing the door on that chapter, but it's uh, weird. Yeah. We're moving back to like the Midwest, which is odd more midwest than we were before actually it's like further into the midwest yeah <laughs> so dayton yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy what's this button do click it no i don't want to no it. click it do it <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna keep going just so you know until i turn this off <laughs> in trevor's podcast he loves the worst <laughs> 
We got all right. We got to keep this sound pad out for all of our guests. I know. This is awesome. Trevor <laughs> Trevor had two favorites. He used that one a lot <laughs> and he used this one a lot. Yeah. Anyway, they are kind of fun. There's a whole lot of them, dude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a this is you a, need, can you program whatever you want into yes. Yeah. You can. So you should re, you should pre-record your like intro yeah. and play it with the music and stuff because that'll really yeah well that'll really get you once, get you going. Once Trevor gives us our, a little jingle clip, yeah. then we can key that up. Then we can just hit go, and then that saves even. What's more. the title of this again? I'm gonna write a jingle for you guys. What's too. your oh, real? Yeah. Do do do. What's your real? That's it. <laughs> like, that should be it. Uh, that's good. <laughs> that's that should be, be it. Just, that's gonna be just the intro. sample that. <laughs> Like speed it up and like change the key on it and it'll sound like, you know, something really cool. Do do do. What's your real something like that? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Easy. <laughs> and like one little splash symbol. Here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> we're gonna give you we're gonna give Trevor the sound bite of you saying <laughs> yeah. that. And we'll let Trevor do the rest of it. Um, It'll probably be awesome. <laughs> I know. I will say if you can make your podcast intro thing really short, I so appreciate that. Like it's great. <laughs> It's great to like say it every time, but if you're gonna say it every time, just make it like concise. Right. That's to the okay. Point. This is a really good thing. I don't. This this is bonus material for you. <laughs> okay. But if you're going to say something, it's easy. I think I've told you this a lot of times. It's easy to say something in in a long form thing. Um, you can make a point over and over and over again, just like I'm doing right now. I'm taking a long time to explain something. That's what podcasting is, kind of. True. But it's very hard to say something really important in a very short time frame. So saying it concisely is like, it's what makes you a great communicator. Um, and so if you're making a video, like having a three-hour-long film, a.k.a. like, Endgame or whatever else is out there, you know. There's there are like Lord of the Rings, all of them. There's the last Lord of the Rings is like three hours and twenty minutes or something like that. Yeah, but it's a great. It's a great movie. <laughs> okay, it's a great movie. I'm not saying that's not a great movie. That that movie's packed, but it's like, of course, like Peter Jackson's gonna make this amazing film in that time. That was awesome. But what I'm saying is like, you can make a three hour movie and it's gonna totally suck. Um, it's be it'd be better to make a five minute video. That's really stinking good. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. Like I want to make, because it's in today's world where you're just like scrolling through, like to get somebody to stop scrolling is a huge deal. And then if they're going to watch you for three hours, like they're not going to watch that. Like no one's, no one's got that time because there's so much other stuff that they can be doing and looking at and consuming. So just, I mean, in the world that I live in, like it's, it's like so important to grab somebody's attention. Um, and I'm in like a, like we're in this weird middle ground in the church world of like, uh, we need to be both a, like really good live and also like really good online, uh, because we're doing both all the time. Um, so we have to be really good at that. Like finding that balance of making things like actually work for anyway, say things concisely because there's so much out there, like say things that really matter. Um, and, and I guess fine tune that work really hard at doing that so that, you know, people actually hear your message because they're just going to scroll past it in like 3.5 seconds or something like that. Yeah. That point three seconds. Yeah. That actually gives me an interesting (laughs) thought though. Um, three minutes to explain how to get to the point. Yeah. <laughs> how, yes. <laughs> how has 
Um, you know, obviously your background in background, I say now in youth ministry, that's mm. interesting. Your background in youth ministry. Yeah. Obviously a whole lot of that is teaching. Okay. Yeah. And that's how, how much has that influenced? Uh, I mean, I don't know how much it could influence worship leading. I guess it could, but obviously it, it, it has influenced yeah. filmmaking. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it could influence photography. I don't really know. Um, sure. But how is that? Cause you said you had been doing photography stuff since you were 12 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right. That's but it's weird. like, how have, how have those gone hand in hand? Um, if at all. Well, no, I think first of all, I think we're like everything we do is kind of connected and influences everything else you do. So, you know, if you spend time like, in church world, you're, it's going to influence. If you spend time with teenagers, it's going to influence the way you look at things. It's going to influence like, dude, like looking at like, um, some of our students, like photography stuff has influenced my photography. Like I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's pretty dope. Like I should, maybe I could shoot like that, you know? And I think we're all like, every time you're looking at things, especially now, like there's so much to look at. Everyone can just publish whatever they want. I think like we take all that stuff and then we make it our own, and making it our own is just stealing everyone's little ideas and putting them all together to make yours. You know, like I feel like I'm the worst, like, um, what's the word? Like you like copywriting things. Is that uh, what it's not copywriting things? Uh, Uh, no, that's like, no, it's like a school word. I went to college and I don't remember it. (laughs) It starts with a P. Well, I didn't go to college, so I'm not going to know it. You got to cut this all out because I can't remember the word. It's going to be embarrassing. Don't cut it out. It's fine. I don't care. Um, Wait, what? What's the stinking word? Not yeah. It's kind of like procrastinating, but it's not. It's uh, not procrastinating. <laughs> Wait, but you're That's, copying somebody? Yes. Uh, pro. Oh man, <laughs> I don't have any idea. This is why we have Google. I mean, oh, I, I it's don't like know. Like on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Face ID. Come on. Bro. The mic. <laughs> All right, hold on. This is kind of hilarious. Word for <laughs> project pro, copy project. It's, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. <clears throat> Synonyms. This is not what I want. Okay. Another word for copying plagiarism. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> green button. Green button is the one. That's <laughs> that's bad. I wanted everyone to laugh at us. Actually, that's bad for all of us. Oh man, I, that didn't come to mind. <laughs> I'm that's so staying in there. That's hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> in my defense, <laughs> it is. A- been, I I had. <laughs> I had a, this is a Sunday night at 1030. Yeah. You had church this morning. I had church this morning. And then you flew here. Just and then I here. flew here after a week long, like trying to get my house livable. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's so funny. Anyway, I'll stick that in there <laughs> while you're in Vermont. Um, well, I guess while you're in Vermont is really when you started making videos. If you said it was yeah. six years. Yeah. Um, yeah, surely I, I know a lot it. of that had to do because of me. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it was actually around the same time. Like I, w- I started making some videos. I was a freshman six years ago. And yeah, you were, you were like fresh into the ministry. And like, yeah, I was just looking to like tell stories of like what was happening. And I was looking at like, here's what 
here's what's happening and students and like people are like watching tons of videos. Like all these teenagers are watching videos. And I was like, I just need to do, I need to do what needs to be done in order to get people like to actually see this stuff because getting like students to come to a big gathering just wasn't working. Like we were trying all these big, huge, huge events and like, it was really difficult for some reason for us, which had worked for years and years and years in student ministry, like having these huge events and it still works if you do it right. But like, you have to have the right kind of community. Anyway, I can get way too far into that. But like <laughs> I got into making videos because I wanted it to be a doorway into the student ministry. Like I wanted to use that as an avenue for like our ministry to be seen and for like the word of God to be known beyond the walls of our church and the hour and a half that we had programmed stuff for teenagers. I wanted them to be able to like see it. And so I, it just started as like, let's make recap videos of like, I think like the first time I went like really hard at it was like whenever we were like, um, we went to soul fest and I took my GoPro and I filmed stuff and I edited it. Like that was almost like a daily thing. Like I did like a daily recap thing and it was just like me and 12 students and a couple of our leaders. And we went and we all watched a bunch of concerts and we did a bunch of fun stuff. And I just like took my GoPro around and filmed a bunch. And then like, I took my computer out. Like I wake up before everyone anyway, that's just how I'm wired. And I would edit everything and I would post it to Instagram or Facebook. I don't even remember what I posted it to. I posted it to something, but I remember I posted it and I was like, maybe this will, maybe people will like this. And um, I don't know if anything ever came of it, but like people watch that. I could probably look back and see how many views are on there, but yeah, it wasn't, I wasn't doing it for the views. I was just doing it to be like, Hey, let's just share what we're doing. And people do this all the time. It's just like a normal thing. So I just put little recap videos together for soul fest. And then I just started doing that. And then like, I realized pretty quickly that it was a big job that needed to be done really well. And so you were a student in our ministry and I was like, dude, come make a video at deep freeze. I need somebody to help. And I brought my camera. It was great. Like there were a couple of times we went to deep freeze where we had like three or four or five people like filming, yeah, like shooting with legit stuff. Too. Yeah. Like we had like nice cameras <laughs> and like gimbals and like dr I was droning everywhere. Yeah. And like, yeah, like w that was like a season in our ministry where we just had like, because we made that stuff, this is what's cool. I think because we were making those things, even if it was irregular, like I wasn't like always on with video. It was just like, sometimes I was doing it. Like it kind of, was a way for people to be like, Oh, like I can do this with you guys. Like, and I was always just like, yes, you can, you have a camera, bring it. If we don't use any of your footage, don't have your like feelings hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Cause there's six people doing this right now. We're making a three minute video. So exactly. like we can't use everyone's footage, but it was one of those things where I was just like, yeah, bring your camera. And you know, like I remember, I don't know if it was the first night to shine video, but I had, yeah. Cause I, I edited that one. Yeah, you you did didn't edit that one. You did the first one. Uh, and we had like three, you were shooting and I had a bunch of other people shooting yeah, video that time. And I don't even think I was shooting the video. I think I was running other stuff mm -hmm. and, and like I had to put the video together with everyone else's footage which hard. is so difficult. It's really hard. And I only had 24 hours to get it done. Yeah. So, I mean, like the time, the timing of it, uh, like I had to have, I, like I, I, we had to get all that stuff put together and, and it, it ended up being 
decent. It, I mean, obviously they've gotten better and better as like we've refined that process, but, um, and yours this year was awesome, dude. It was really good. Yeah, thanks. It yeah. almost killed me. Yeah. So this, this year for night to shine. So night to shine is a prom for special needs. Tim Tebow foundation does it, all this stuff. Uh, basically it happens on a Friday night and Sunday morning. We show the recap video. Yeah. So it is a ridiculous turnaround time this year, dude was amazing. I, I don't know how it worked. Shot the video Friday night in a crazy snowstorm. Like yeah. that's a whole 15 minute conversation <laughs> on 20 inches, you know, of snow that 20 afternoon. inches of snow yeah. that afternoon. I got stuck for hours, lost a windshield wiper. It was crazy. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but shot the video Friday night. I came home. I edited until three in the morning Yeah, that night. Um, slept for three hours, woke up at six, went snowboarding all day priorities you know priorities dude well it was a pow day i mean the snowstorm <laughs> that we got on friday i couldn't miss it so um <laughs> and then uh and then yeah i come back saturday afternoon i finished it i went to bed around 10 that night and then i was up shooting interviews at church the next morning i was in dayton during this uh during this time frame for that you were just talking about <laughs> yeah we got two inches of snow did it like shut it was everything down day. or, or <laughs> it yeah. was still a snow day? So that's what Dayton is like, huh? Yeah, it was, it was weird. I was like, you guys had snow day? Like you guys had a, a legit yeah. snow day on Friday and they're like, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, the, the mountain <laughs> got like, 20, like three inches, of 23 snow. inches that's overnight sweet. or, 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 or uh, you know, on Friday. It was awesome. That's um, sweet. anyway, you spend your time in Vermont and you are leaving us. You left a month ago. Yeah. Um, you left alone. You left your family here. <laughs> I did. I've been, I like literally, I got off the plane. I've like put my kids to bed and then I came here. So, yeah. you know, I haven't seen them for a month. So, you know, <clears throat> that's yeah. crazy. Uh, you're welcome. I know. Well, you came here for this, so I'm not that sorry. Yes. Um, but no, so, so you, yeah, I want to loop, loop back. You're trailed off there. After I know I trailed trying. off. Where do, where do you want to go? Uh, we were talking about how he was shooting video yeah. uh, periodically with students, and it sounded like that really brought together like a team of students and yeah. really built a connection there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did did you think it uh, was an effective outreach strategy to bring more people in as well? Um, yeah, I've always felt like there's an opportunity specifically with students um, but really like if specifically with students, I really feel like it, if it works in student ministry, it's probably going to work with adults. It's just, they have different, they have different levels of engagement cause they have more responsibility. But with students, um, I found like, man, if, if a kid wants to do something, like give them the opportunity, you know, just say, say yes to them because that's like, I'm always like, I've always looked for. Uh, ways for people to get invested instead of just like being involved, you know, like if you're, and there's a difference between being just involved and invested, right? Like, so I have like skin in the game, like, which is a phrase that people use. I always get crap for that. <laughs> like people are always like skin in the game. What are you talking about? But like, that's actually a phrase It might be a Western Pennsylvania thing, but it's fine. So, um, like you want somebody to like, for somebody to put time in is one level of investment, but for them to bring their own gear and to show up and like, um, be somewhere on time. And like, those are all like different levels of investment. And so don't just come to the ministry, like find a way to get involved. And so, yeah, I think it does work as an outreach thing. Um, because you know, when some kid comes to one of our events, you know, say like the blitz, which was our traditional, like outreach student event, like 
it was this big thing kickoff. that yeah it was like it was a big kickoff we we were like everyone invite your friends we're gonna have a huge party and when they see like a student there like their peer with like a super nice camera on a gimbal like <laughs> going around like just getting footage of like everyone having fun they're like i want to do that how do i do that and then they come back again and they're like, does this happen all the time? So, um, you know, it's not like we had a kid with a gimbal running around <laughs> every event, but um, it got them like more interested. So I think when people can see themselves doing something like they see someone like themselves doing something that's like they're passionate about. I mean, why do you think people like always want to get involved with music? You know, I'm in the music ministry. People are always like, oh, I'd love to do that. That'd be great because they're seeing people who are passionate about something do what they love in front of them. And it's just like right in front of them. You can't miss it. Uh, and so I think when people see themselves in a position, they want to get invested and they want to do that. And so like say yes to it, you know? Um, and of course in the church world, like there's different, there's different like levels of that. Like you don't want like, you know, people who don't believe in God, like leading in a certain way. So you gotta have, you gotta have some boundaries on that. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's, I definitely think it's a good like outreach thing to be able to say, yeah, like, when you can say yes, you know, if it's just holding a camera, like there is no, there is no level of spirituality that you need to have to be able to hold a camera <laughs> to lead people. Like you can literally like, I would give a camera to somebody who is just good at, at filming or even just passionate about it and say like, Hey, yeah, do you want to film a baptism? That'd be great. You know, because yeah. they're not, they're not going to be sharing the gospel with somebody. Uh, I'm, my hope and prayer is that, um, you know, and there's some level of that. There's a, that's a good conversation to have where it's like, you know, they're a representation of our church. They're a representation of our organization. So, um, but that's with anything. I mean, yeah, there's some responsibility. Know, yeah, but. there's responsibility. And so, but it, it opens the door to have that conversation and say, oh, you want to do this? That's great. Um, yes, you can, but let's have a conversation first. So there's some um, responsibility, that, but it's kind of low barrier to entry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's not like you got to go through and have a theological position paper to do it you know nor a film degree to right yeah it's like church hey, event. you know let's train you a little bit let's get let's let's equip you to do what you want to do and yeah i think if you can say yes say yes and it ends up working out where people will stick around and be more invested so yeah what you know i mean you do so many different aspects of like you have the music you have the photography because like we haven't even talked about the whole headshot thing that you started doing. <laughs> yeah, like, the headshot thing. Oh, I, I'm sad every time I think about my business cards. Because <laughs> I, have, I have business cards that I made specifically for my headshot business. Because it's, it's definitely like the, the easiest way to like on my schedule make some extra money. Yeah. Um, I don't have to put like 12 hour days in for like a wedding video. I don't have to put like another three weeks into like editing that video to like, yeah, you've done your fair share of wedding I, videos. I've done now. them. Yeah. <laughs> I've done them. And you know what? Like they're, they're fun for friends. I say yes, but otherwise I'm like, nah, I don't really want to do that. Uh, yeah. so my, my Avenue for like side hustle thing was like, oh, I'll do some headshots. And I got all these business cards made and put like, my Vermont address on them and oh. all this stuff. And I passed a bunch out, which is great. <laughs> yeah. And, but at the same time, I'm like, but none of these are good anymore. I still have like a box of them. That's oh, like, that's you know, I didn't get through many of them for, for the archives. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you started doing this headshot thing, yeah. um, which I think is hilarious. What'd you awesome. charge for a headshot? Um, so yeah, like it depends on what you want. Like <laughs> for like <laughs> one answer <laughs> for one picture. Yeah. 
uh, for one picture, like for me to come do a session that's not in my like studio, like I'll go somewhere and like set up for somebody. Um, Lights, but like, whatever. yeah, but that package would start at like 300 bucks. So, okay. Yeah. That's good. But, like, side hustle cash. Yeah, yeah I know. So like if I'm, shoot. so if I'm doing that, but if it's, if it's just like in my studio and everything's already set up, which is sweet that I will still have some space. It's not as nice as the space that I've had here in Vermont, but uh, <laughs> I will have a space where I'll be able to do those and have like a controlled environment. So, um, but yeah, if that's, if it's just that and they're just like, Hey, I just want one picture. It's like, Oh, I can do that for, I depends on the person to be honest. Like if it's yeah. a, like, if it's a business, I know like I'm going to charge more cause they're using their business budget. If it's a friend that's calling me like a lot of times I just do it, you know? Um, you know, but if it's somebody that's like, you know, I don't do that very often, you know, I'm like, Hey, yeah, whatever it's going to be. But yeah, you know, I kind of make a decision as I go. Um, it's very fluid. That's the funny thing is like, I want to keep it kind of fluid. Uh, my pricing stuff, because yeah. it's going to change. Like oh, for sure. it changes like the, the atmosphere around that changes quite a lot. Um, because some people are cool with like it being, you know, they take a, portrait mode with their (laughs) with their iphone and then they look at a picture i take and they go why does mine look like crap and i go because you took it with your iphone (laughs) yeah right uh and i actually know what i'm doing you know so you know i think that's one of the things where it's like you know you kind of have to you kind of have to figure out what the person's expectation is it's value-based pricing Right is what you're saying yeah. essentially, yeah. Uh, which yeah. is totally fine. That's yeah, uh, yeah that's totally normal. I'm there. not going to give you my price list on this podcast. I'm not asking. Somebody's going to listen to it exactly in two years when and, this podcast yeah. is there, and they'll be like, "I can get a headshot from Levi for fourteen ninety five. It's like no, and I'm sure it changes. You know, if this, somebody wants a headshot next week, well, you're you're moving, you're putting your house back together. Well, okay, I'll it's, do it, but it's going to cost uh, you a grand. Yeah, make it worth it, worth my time. Yeah, but anyway, where where I was going with that is like, um, kind of like who, who do you look up to? And I mean, yeah, you're very much in the church world. Maybe that's, you look up to us, like we're going to get to where you're, what you're doing now. And cause I think sure. you do a whole lot of tech stuff. I mean, even when you were here, you're doing a lot of tech stuff. Um, sure. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, is awkward cause I'm the tech guy at the <laughs> yeah, church. I was doing your job, but, uh, but it was about? great. I'm doing fine by the way. Thanks yeah. for asking. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you were doing fine before. I no, but it's like, um, I think part of that was just because you're, again, you said this earlier, but you're kind of just like, if like, let's just get it done, yeah. you know, kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, but you dove into like all aspects of production while you were here, mm-hmm. um, which is also part of it. What was the question? The question was, who do you look up to? And now we're talking about church production again. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have single track minds in some ways. It's like, how do you do that? I, I want to know. What's your process? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Either way. Um, yeah. Anybody you look up to? So, um, I mean, I look up to lots of people. I think one of the things that uh, I have been really intentional about is finding people who know more than me and read their stuff, follow them on Instagram. Cause I mean, that's what we do now. But like, even whenever I was younger, it was always like find people who know what they're talking about and just spend time with them. Um, if they'll allow me to, you know, so like I kind of wanted to go into ministry. I spent a lot of time with my youth pastor because he was the only pastor that would say yes to hang out with me. <laughs> so that's what he was paid to do, I guess. So, you know, it was one of those <laughs> things where, um, yeah, like I'm always looking for people, that 
that know more than me that I could see myself being. Um, a lot of that right now has to do with leadership because I have to oversee a lot of people and I want to lead people well. Um, so, you know, I'm listening to podcasts all the time of, you know, the Carrie Newhoff leadership podcast, the Craig Rochelle, the Andy Stanley, those guys are like super great leaders. It's like, I want to listen to them, learn from them. Um, but you know what? Like I, I look up to, um, uh, like people in the photography world, like I'm, I'm looking at Peter Hurler. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a headshot dude. Like, and he's really funny. Like I follow his Instagram. <laughs> he's hilarious. Um, maybe he, I think he's funny cause he's it's like dad humor. It's, I don't know. <laughs> like you might have to be a dad to think he's funny. You probably think he's kind of lame, but that's fine. No, uh, he also <laughs> charges a whole lot more than me for headshots. So <laughs> that's okay. Uh, his sessions are really expensive and I have found out how much his are. They do change quite frequently though too. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I will, I follow his stuff and just like, I actually like, I, I even got like a master class with him teaching it. And I was just like, man, like I like, that's how much I liked his stuff. That I was like, I'm going to pay a little bit of money to hear like about how he sets up his lighting, how he does, like how his process works. Um, when it comes to like, you know, the music side of things that I do and like church production world stuff, you know, I'm always looking at like the people who are doing it best. I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone doesn't know who Hillsong is, but like you just watch their stuff and you go, they do stuff really well. If you watch elevation stuff, they do it really well. Um, I don't like steal everything that they do. And I don't think we need to be those people um, or those churches or whatever. But like, I think we can learn a lot from them. Um, I look at all the bands that like, I feel are doing things intentionally, you know, like they've thought through a process and they're do doing that. Like I'll look into how they're doing things. I've learned a lot about, um, Ableton stuff from the guys at multitracks.com, you know? So like they're, they're like living this stuff out. Like they're like their whole business is built on it. I should learn from them on this. <laughs> so, um, because they've built this big business, I look at that kind of thing. And, um, so, you know, you look up to people who are successful, but also like can explain it well. And, uh, that's what I guess I look up to that. Yeah. Kind of things. You and I had that conversation where, um, you know, we were talking at, at one point about how, you know, older generations have this expectation of they just need to like walk in and like figure things out and write the book on all these things Sure. where you and I will look and be like, well, a bunch of people are already doing it. We can just go look at what they did and start there. Like, yeah, I yeah, don't carbon copy it, but you know, with, with pretty much anything now it's been done before. Yeah. <laughs> just go look at how the best people are doing it or doing it and then start there. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was also related to the church world, but, um, but it's related to everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just think about it. Like, like it, the old way of learning how to like make videos was like, you'd go to school and somebody who has a piece of paper that says they're really smart and did all these things and has all these credentials to this. But then like now I just go on YouTube and like Joe's basement, like studio is saying, Hey, I'm making this tutorial on how to cut and paste in Premiere Pro. And I'm like, Oh yeah, cool. Uh, I'm going to learn from Joe's basement studios. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah, it's amazing. And um, he probably doesn't have a degree either. He just spent a lot of time figuring it out or like watched another YouTube, <laughs> watched the watched another, yeah. And, and then like posted it again. Like, you know, so we're don't start from zero start at, well, yeah, you'll never get anywhere if you start at zero. Well, well, I mean, well, and I mean that, I, somewhere, I but. mean that by like, 
if you have the information to start somewhere, then just start yeah. somewhere. Um, yeah, which we, which <clears throat> our generations have that previous generations did not. We grew up with the internet, and I think that's kind of where you were getting us. Did that. you build your house with the internet? Uh, a lot. Yeah, I yeah. watched a lot of videos. See, I was thinking, it's like, man, like, I just fixed my house. Are you fixing house. your house? I fixed with- my house with the internet. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know how a sump pump's supposed to work. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Yeah, and yeah. then I fix my sub pump and it's working now. So, you know what I mean? Like, we do this for, like, our profession. We do it for, like, the house we live in. Everyone's doing it. Like, just, it, we, we live in an age where it's just, you're clicks away from getting the answer. So, just... Just look. No, up, nothing but. beats a dad and a father-in-law who built their own house, though. So yeah, that's, that's uh, true. Yeah, my father-in-law <laughs> was up there this weekend. He literally, like, he was there on Thursday, Friday, and set. And thir- yeah, he got up to Thursday. He left like tonight after I, he was. It was like ten <laughs> o'clock. He left. I, like, I got a message like right as I was walking in here. Oh then, wow! Like, he was just now leaving my house. Dang, he was still crazy. working on stuff. Thanks, thanks, Dad. Yeah. How how do you think all that applies to? Um, like the passion side of photo and video. Mm. Do you think you're any more passionate about it because it's easier to get information? Or do you think you'd be just as passionate about it without having that information readily available? That's a good available? question. Um, I think I enjoy it more because it's not as frustrating to learn. I, I think, yeah, I, I think that. I think that's true. Um good but like i would still do it you know what i mean like i i it would it would be frustrating like there's so many times i'd be like i'd be editing a video and i'd be like i don't know how to stink and do this like i really want i want to be able to do this and i get so frustrated that i forgot one step that was going to ruin my entire thing and i didn't know the one trick that you needed to know and then i spent like an hour googling it to like figure out how to like do that thing I should have remembered how to do. How many times have I tried to do that one Peter, like I've had to relook up that one Peter McKinnon video where he explains how to make uh, uh, audio file any length that you want, you know? And it's oh, like, he did oh, do that. <laughs> I do that so many times. Like I should remember this. I've done it so many times for so many videos that I've been making because I'll get to the end of editing. And I'll be like, I need, I need some music. Like <laughs> how long is this going to be? So yeah, that's it's actually funny you mentioned that because all of my repeat tutorials are all about audio yeah all, all, <laughs> audio really but i'm always trying to figure out how to take out background noise yeah it's like i've yeah. done it so many times it's like you know it's called p makes a noise print and then you like, it's, it's called know how to record it originally okay listen bro yeah. listen bro <laughs> fix it, don't fix it in post shoot it right i wish we were all perfect yeah. um anyway let's just jump to the point that i've been avoiding this whole time uh you move to dayton the yes. land of skateboarding yeah, um, you're gonna go. Play, you're gonna be hanging out with uh, Rob Deerdeck. I hope so. That'd be so sweet. So Rob Deerdeck's parents go to your church. I think so. I've heard that rumor, <laughs> which is a great rumor. I'm good with that as a rumor. I think it's awesome. Think that's a cool rumor. Um, if you ever meet Rob Deerdeck, you give him a high five and say it's from Cam. I will. Okay, I appreciate. I doubt that. that I will, unless unless <laughs> his family lives like in the community where we're launching the campus, then. I doubt it. They'll, they'll probably always go to the main campus, but oh, but maybe true. not. Maybe they'll come to our campus. Yeah. I don't know. But what you're doing is kind of interesting. So what are you doing in Dayton? So um, I am helping uh, the church that I'm, I'm working for now. Um, I'm helping them launch a campus. I am their worship leader. Um, but that mean, that doesn't mean I just like sing on Sundays and that's all I do all week. <laughs> um, actually, like 
we spend a, a fair amount of time not just planning the service but making sure that everything's like really well produced um and we've got a team of people that are doing that and i like it i oversee it for our campus which i'm still kind of figuring out what that looks like because our campus right now isn't where it's going to be not permanent like it's definitely not gonna be permanent like but for the foreseeable future, we're launching in like three weeks at the high school in the community that we're starting this campus in. And uh, so I oversee all of that, all of the, um, all of the portable church stuff that we're doing. Like I'm making sure that it's, that it works. I'm super blessed to have, um, this dude that I work with. His name's Jason. Uh, I think he's like, he's 19. He's like the same age as you. And like, he's a genius. He knows like, all this tech stuff. So like the network that we're running, like luckily I understand it. Like I've been around it long enough to be like, okay, I know this stuff. Um, but it would be super overwhelming for somebody to come in and be like, how do I learn this? If they just knew music, um, you have to have an understanding of like, here's how the technology works. Here's how things talk together. Here's how, a ne how network audio works. Like if you didn't know that, like you would not be able to do this job. Like that's is, rough. Yeah. Networking in the audio world is something you, yeah. So grasp. We're, we're doing <laughs> that, but, but it's also like, you know, we got to make it portable. And, and so I'm super, I'm super blessed to have Jason on the team because he's really smart and that's, he like lives in that world. Like he'd see this and know how it worked somehow. Um, <laughs> Without I, ever see, seeing it I see this and I'm like, I know I could make that work. Um, he would be talk. He would talk on a level that's like, Oh, that's the, such and such as such and such. I don't even know the words. Like <laughs> he talks, I understand like 40% of what he's saying. And then I, I can make a decision on whether or not we should buy it or not. So, <laughs> um, that's like, like today we were like, I was on my way here and he's texting me about some gear and he's like, here's, I'm like, do some research and tell me what you think. And he sent me this whole like thing within like five minutes about like why we should buy this one piece of gear. And I was like, sweet. That's awesome. That's great. I agree with everything you're saying. I understand it less than you do, but that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, so, um, it's, it's really fun. Like the, the cool thing about, um, about what we're doing is that we're basically church planting in a community without like having to go there without knowing anyone. Um, and without the like financial support and like, cause we're, we have like a central campus that is like, Hey, we're going to support you guys. We're going to set you up for success they have the plan and they're just getting people to implement that plan. And so they got me to come and uh, be a part of that. And uh, I'm super pumped for it. It's, it's a, it's a sweet, it's a, it's a sweet church and it's cool to be like, I don't know. It's cool to be like starting something new. Um, that's what I'm like super pumped about. I haven't uh, in my ministry time, like, you know, even like whenever I was in like high school, like it was always like a program or something that's existed forever. And this is something that's like, Hey, we're starting a new thing. Um, and so I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of something from like the ground level and, and help build it. And, uh, and that's something that like, I don't think many people get the chance to do in the church world right now. Um, you know, like I feel like churches have been around forever. Um, and even though it's not like totally new, you know, uh, it's just something that like, I feel like I'm, I'm blessed to be able to do because it's one of those, like, I don't know, something that's always kind of been like, well, I'll probably never be able to do that. Cause there's so many churches that already exist. Um, but to start something and like create it, you know, that's, that's a cool, that's a cool thing. I like that. Yeah. And I mean, the main campus is, yeah. you know, technology wise, like 
kind of a leader. Um, yeah. That sense where it's like, it's not like they're catching up no. or anything like that. No, um, not at all. So you kind of catching up. Yeah. You're it's <laughs> kind of interesting right around how we do things. You but. have the infrastructure of like, you know, the people who like do it. Um, and you know, you yeah, we live like, streaming. We, um, yeah, we run like full, like broadcast camera level stuff. Like news stations could walk into our stage and do their news program kind of thing. So you you're, know, you're so. setting up in high schools so that you're like pop up in high school and then you're, you're setting up like a worship set. So like yeah. music speakers. Yeah. Um, and then you're streaming in the, then we're streaming. Part. Yeah. Then we're streaming in the sermon part. So yeah, like our, I think our, uh, like our campus, like our campus has like 200 people in it right now. Um, but the other campuses, like we're like the fourth campus that they have. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like they're, they're, there's going to be a time, and I was thinking about this this morning, like um, when their main campus won't be the main campus anymore. Like <laughs> the other campuses will be, and they're set up right now for the other campus, the other campuses to be bigger than the main campus, even though it's not true right now. Um, you know, they've got thousands of people that come to their main campus, but these other these other satellite campuses are going to outnumber that eventually um because there's more room for growth there so you know they're set up right now with the broadcast broadcast level stuff and like the systems in place to make that happen because they're looking to the future and going hey this is going to happen it's just a matter of time so that's so unique um, yeah isn't that cool it's really sweet um i mean it's, it's just one of those things where it's like they're they've got people who are thinking ahead on it um and you know that's like I love it because, you know, it's, it's, I get to think about my specialized area, you know, I'm thinking about, all right, what's this going to look like at our, at my campus? Um, are people connecting with God, you know, are, um, are the songs we're choosing going to fit? Um, are the musicians that are on stage good? Is, uh, is the lighting that we have even, I mean, right now it's at the level of like, we need to purchase the lights that we're going to have in the room. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, and we're so like, and then we've got to call the high school and say, Hey, can we mount these? Can we keep them there? You guys can use them. It'd be cool for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you can't move them. Like they have to stay in the same spot. Like we're going to keep we're they have to be just like this ready, ready to go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like, it's all of those kind of conversations. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely like, I get to, I get to live in that world. Um, and you know, it's cool that I have like the support and stuff of people that are like, Hey, let's do, let's do this this way. And think, think about not just where you want to be to make it work tomorrow, but why don't you get the thing that is going to work in five years, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, if it's a computer, it's not going to work in five years. So let's just get whatever works today. <laughs> yeah. But if it's this like, you know, drum set, yeah, let's get the good one, you know? So sure. Cool. Yeah. So I, I think obviously you're in, well, you're really diving into a crazy transition now. Sure. Uh, with the whole family and, and moving your house, uh, you know, everything yes. in your house to your new house. Yes. Um, and all that. Um, but what do you think, the future holds for video and photo. Are you going to, are you going to dive too deep in the church world <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and no. offer too much? Production, or do yeah. you I think, you think you right have... now all of that stuff, uh, like I have a couple projects that I'm doing, uh, that I'm kind of just wrapping up, but like, I think the, um, the goal would be to do that, like continue all of those things. I, I will. It's just right now I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get through this transitional period. So let's get things settled. And then, then get back into it. Unless you can right. get a thousand dollar headshot gig. If somebody's <laughs> like, hey, 
I love I love your work. A thousand dollars for an hour, and I'd be like, yes, yeah, then it's worth it. Then you can make some time. I will figure out how to make that happen. Yeah, exactly. Even I just read between the lines, Cam. We're here for an hour and five. We're whoo, I don't know that we can afford this guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, while we're talking about transitioning, I know you're kind of getting into new hobbies or not new hobbies, but new habits and routines. So this is a two-part question. How do you get creative when you're not in the mood? And the second part of that question was, what's your morning routine and or habits for success that either you've had or you're going to try to keep going? Yeah, I think, um, oh man, what was the first part of that question again? Uh, how do you get creative when you're not in the mood? Oh, you know, sometimes you just have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, I got to get this done. Like, you know what? Not every project has to be like this, you know, not every project was the Mona Lisa, right? Like not every project is the best project you're ever going to do. Um, I think that's the hard part about creating is that you want your next one to be the best one. Um, and the truth is it's not about what the next one looks like or feels like, or the story it tells. It's about what your whole, like now, now it's more about like, what the whole thing is because I think we need to be more um, we've got to be we've got to be more authentic over time rather than like no one follows you because of one post it's I don't follow anyone because I'm like I like that one video they did with the cats you know like like that that's not that I don't follow any funny cat video people I follow the people that I've watched their videos all the time I you know what I mean like so I, that's what I think it is. It's it don't make things like, don't make it your next one, the best one, make it, you know, just make it and, uh, and do your best at it in that time. Um, and if you're not feeling it that day, like, okay, don't kill yourself to do it. Like you'll be in a, you'll be in that creative mood in another day, do something. Um, like don't let the day go by without getting something done. Uh, because if you just, you know, if you, if you missed three days in a row, then all of a sudden you're just kind of lazy. Um, do something, um, and do it to your best ability. But sometimes the best of your ability is like, I'm just not creative today. It's just not happening. Let's come back tomorrow. Um, the one thing that, uh, to, to answer like the habits thing, uh, I think self-discovery leads to self-regulation. And so like I have found that the more that I discover about myself and that I think about when it comes to me, the more I can regulate stuff. Um, one of the biggest things that I did that changed my life was to track my energy levels as it comes with time in the day. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's just that simple. I took like three weeks and I just wrote down notes, like how's my energy at different times of the day? Uh, and what was I doing during that energy? Sometimes there's things that you do that gives you energy and there's things that you do that like totally suck the energy right out of you. <laughs> right. Uh, and sometimes there's times of the day when you're just like on and there's other times of the day that you're just like a potato. Um, <laughs> and so two o'clock in the afternoon. Anyone? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so whenever you match up things that don't give you energy with times that you have very little energy, it's a recipe for you not to be feeling like you're doing anything well. Um, so yeah, just knowing when those times are. And for me, it's like the morning is my best time. If I want to give my best energy to something, I need to do it in the morning. Um, so, you know, 
if I want to get better at something, like if I want to be a better writer, I don't, like I don't want to be that. I mean, <laughs> it would be, it'd probably be good. Somebody, somebody probably wants me to be a better writer, but if I want to be a better writer or a better, um, student or a better editor, whatever it is, um, I would do that first thing in the morning, you know, right after I have some coffee, but like an hour after I wake up, I have like crazy amounts of energy and I'm just on, like my brain is ready. Um, and so like I would, if I want to work on that, I would, I would block some time during that, uh, during that, like an hour after I wake up and I would just spend a couple hours doing that. Um, so that's like, you know, discover those times and like, if I want to get better, I'm going to do it during my best time. Um, and then the other thing is just like, I don't know. Just not taking things so seriously. I think I take everything so serious. Like we're so used to taking things seriously. Like I think you just have to learn to have fun with stuff. And then like whenever you're, I don't know, feeling down about something, do some push ups or run some laps or just switch things up. You know, like that's the funniest thing that like I remember like a year or two ago, I was like, maybe I should just do some push ups. Like it was like, I started working out all the time. Um, and I haven't recently. I feel, <laughs> I feel really bad. Just, I'm just giving my tithe to uh, to Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been there. You know, I'm not. Spe- I'm not. I'm not really invested in it. You know, I'm not really showing up and serving like I should be. Uh, but I'm giving my money. Yeah, <laughs> that was a church joke. I that was a, get that. That anyway, was a big church but, um, joke. <laughs> it's, it's a burn in some ways, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Calling people out. Don't just give money. Give of yourself. Anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, sending my money to uh, Planet Fitness every month and not going, but like that kind of those kind of things like really help, you know. And so like if I was like low on energy in like the afternoon, I'd do like twenty, thirty push-ups just because I'd be like. I know this is going to get me like moving in some direction and, and actually like there's an accomplishment that happens and that is like, it helps you. a quick win. Um, it's like, okay. I mean, it's the whole like Dave Ramsey thing. Like I listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey cause I think it's really funny. The people <laughs> call in and they're like, I, I sold my house to a stranger and then I bought it back for 3000 more than I sold it to him for. And somehow I don't know how I lost all my money and I don't, you know, it's like that there's no caller has ever, ever said that, but I love listening to it. But his whole thing is like, you know, he does like the debt snowball thing. He's like, if you want to get rid of debt, start with your smallest one, which makes no sense. Like financially, it seems like it's a stupid decision. Cause you would of course pay the one that you're like, have the highest interest rate on, but everything's behavioral. Like if you have a little win, like you're going to keep going. So if you pay off that one little debt, you're going to pay off the next, the next one. And you're going to get this building that you're getting momentum. Right. And so I look for little wins in my like creative process to be like, okay, if I can, you know, get to this one minute mark or whatever, you know, it's like, it's not a, it's not a huge goal. It's a little win. You know, Uh, if I can get like, if I can get through three of these headshots today, sweet. Like that's a little win, you know? And, and, you know, for some people it might just be like, you know, if I can get through, you know, three retouches in like this hour, you know, like that'd be awesome. You know, like it doesn't have to be like this crazy, huge, big goal, set little goals and reach them. So those are things I'm trying to do. True. We were talking about, um, you know, you're, if you get stuck creating or whatever, I feel like that would apply a lot to writing a sermon for you. Mm. Not to, Yes. <laughs> Not to call you out, but on one occasion, yeah. I remember 
it was like Friday and yeah. you're like, <clears throat> we, we, were probably, we were probably at B-dubs and you're like, I yeah, what, what should I talk about on Sunday? <laughs> I was like, what? You got A lot tomorrow. of times. Yeah, no. <laughs> so when I say that, that doesn't mean I didn't have any ideas and I wasn't going in a direction uh, and that I didn't already have like something. I, I did have things written. Um, <laughs> Way to throw them under the bus. <laughs> but there's, there is like a, I think every time I've, I've preached uh, or, or written a sermon that's really important to me, um, there's this moment of like, is this really, is this really what it should be? And I mean, in any creative process, you're like, oh man, I've spent all this time on it. Like, what if this isn't good? I think everyone like fights that, like, is this, this really what it should be? And for me, it's like, okay, like, um, maybe this, maybe it's just like an internal thing, but it, maybe it's God. I don't know. It's like, okay, is does God really want me to say this? Um, and I take that really seriously. Like, you know, I, I mean, sometimes I think it might be the sandwich or the B-dubs that I ate for lunch, you know, and other <laughs> times I'm like, maybe, maybe it's God, you know? And so I've just, I've tried to like be open to like, maybe things can change. Uh, and you know, like if you're halfway through a project and you're like, man, maybe I should go in a different direction. This isn't shaping up. Like sometimes it's okay to be good with changing it you don't, you shouldn't do that with everything. Like if, if your track record is like you change it, you spend three hours on it and then you, then like you're halfway or like you spend 30 hours on it, you're halfway through it. And then you go back and you're like, maybe I should start over, you know, like don't have a track record of doing that, but like sometimes be open to it, you know, like maybe we should go in a different direction is not a bad, it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of extra stuff, but Sometimes you go through 30 hours of work to discover that wasn't the right thing. And then the next idea is way better. So, well, the reason I bring that up was not to throw you under the bus. However, (laughs) I do think it was a hilarious memory. Um, But the reason I bring that up is because with me, like when I like I'm a waiter for ideas which a lot of people would disagree with. I think. A procrastinator? No, no, no. I mean a waiter. Um, <laughs> and, and by that, I mean, it's like the prime example is with the name of the company, with 6.5, because yeah. I, I knew I wanted to start the company while I was still 18. Yeah. I started 6.5 like two weeks before I turned 19. I mean, it was like, it was really close, but I knew I wanted to be able to say that I started a company at 18. That was really important to me judge me. I don't care. That was really important to me. And I went through so many names and like, I I was like, all of these Mm. are terrible. And I'm like, I know if I just wait long enough that it's going to happen. And then six, five films came up and I was like, it's perfect. And that was the one it made total (laughs) sense. It was just like, but I, I like, I always like would wait for stuff like that. Um, and I still do. So I wondered, um, in, and you know, I had a deadline. I had a yeah, year deadlines, little, I think is a yeah. trick for you. Uh, it, well, maybe, I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, see, I'm so happy with it. I just didn't want to not be happy with it. But anyway, that's why I bring it up not to completely throw you under the bus. Yeah. And I think it is kind of funny. deadlines are always, <laughs> deadlines always force, force your hand. Right. So if you don't have a deadline, like <laughs> you're probably not going to do it. Yeah. You know, so that might be true. I think, um, you know, that's, that's what I love about, making deadlines that matter to other people. Um, that's what really motivates me. Um, cause you know, like right now, like this is just a good, this is just a good example. Like right now there's like a, I don't know, there's a, uh, I really want to be good at my new job. 
no one ever wants to be bad at their new job. Right. So I wanted to be good at my new job, but the, uh, like I, I'm like going over and above for a lot of different things and, and where there's other, there's other times where it's like, I know I, you just kind of, you need a deadline for somebody to like punch through to that next thing. And so, um, I like that right now I have a lot of deadlines that are dependent on that other people depend on. So, um, that's a really good, that's a really good thing. Deadlines are good. Deadlines are a good thing. It's hard in the creative world, especially in like, the solo creative world, if you're not working with a team of people to create those things because you're your accountability. Um, so I thrive when other people will be like, you didn't do this. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, that would, I don't want that to happen. So, um, yeah. Fair. All right. Last question. Yeah. How can people find and follow you if they want to uh, see what you're up to and we'll get thousand dollar headshots? I am the most active Instagrammer. You are very active. I'm really not. You actually. are though with stories. I you put are. I. So I will say this is I can say this now because I've taken like it very seriously not to be on social while I've not been with my family because I didn't want them. I didn't want the internet knowing that I wasn't with them. So, um, yeah, now that I'm going to be with them forever, (laughs) they will never leave my sight. (laughs) Stay away stalkers. Um, it was one of those, it was, it was one of those things where I've kind of taken, like, I was trying to be very selective about not being on there, but yeah, like, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Levi C Smith. I'm, I'm actually, I think I have at all, I'm, I have all of the at Levi C. Smiths that are out there. Like, I was weird about it. I, I think I'm like <laughs> claimed them all. I was like, every time there's a new like social thing out there, I'm like, I should get Levi C. Smith for that, just so that I have it in case for some reason someday you need I it. want that. <laughs> I don't have that uh, yet. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. That's like the one that I'm on. Um, I have a YouTube channel somewhere. I don't post. To it's it. really hard to find. I, I think, tried. I think I hit it. That's um, probably why <laughs> I think I hit the channel just because I'm not like, that's not the world that I'm living in. And unless I live in the world, like, I don't know, it's a little minimalist of me, but like, um, I just, I want to, I want to do one thing well. Um, so I, I'm like, I haven't updated a lot on Insta right now, but I will be, um, because my family's going to be with me. And it's not going to be weird that Levi, where are you? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there has been a little bit, like, I, I couldn't help myself with like, a couple of times. I'm like, I'm just going to post this random picture of like the house I'm working on. And it's just like, empty. and like, <laughs> I think I posted something about some, some of my job stuff, but like not a ton. Um, but yeah, I do a lot of stories. So vague yeah. booking this last couple of weeks. What's that? Vague booking. What's that mean? When you're vague Facebooking, just like fish. Oh, <laughs> wow. I learned a word. Really? I'm surprised you didn't know that one. Yeah, I'm it's, so, it's, I'm so old. It's, it's next to plagiarism in the dictionary. <laughs> it's um, right next to it. Dude, right. thank you so much for flying all the way to Vermont. All the way, man. Just for this podcast. Two flights, by the way. Nice. They only serve water. Two flights, man? Can you believe this? United. Listen, can I have a moment for United <laughs> at the end here? Why was my both of my flights today, shorter flights, I still, I still want the option of a soda. Okay. What you couldn't even get a soda? No. I they thought were, you were saying like no would you snacks. Like, would you like some water? No, they they offered yeah. me snacks, but I don't. I wasn't hungry. Oh. And I, I don't care if I'm, I'm watching hungry. my I don't figure. I still eat. Jesus. You know? Yeah, you haven't been at the gym lately. Right. <laughs> I haven't been at the gym. I should watch what I mean. I but had you're a lot faithfully of pizza giving 
to Planet Fitness. I'm faithfully giving. <laughs> it is funny that people think it's okay to just give to church and not show up. Can I say that? Like, <laughs> don't treat church like your gym membership. All right. I this I've been thinking about this. Actually, today it is not okay. It's not okay to treat the church like Planet Fitness. <laughs> That's, wow, that is hilarious. We, you should coin that, that. That needs to be the, uh, like, your, your like, snippet, yeah. you know? In the, in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, like, whenever you post this, when you're, you like, you know, if, if, if it's good enough to, like, post out there <laughs> and, like, try and get people to listen to it, use that as it. It's not okay <laughs> to treat the church like Planet Fitness. That's hilarious. You never go and just give them your money anyway. Well, dude. But you could give your money. It would probably be helpful. You are. Also go. You're moving away. I am like, moving. Literally tomorrow. Not so they, tomorrow. We'll call it tomorrow. It's Actually, we're almost. It's almost late. Forty-five enough. minutes. It will be tomorrow. So. <laughs> well, hey, dude. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. Good luck with your podcast. Thanks, Thanks brother. Have fun in uh, Ohio. Woo. See you later. <laughs> See ya.